Welcome to the University Star Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kisa Ramirez, and joining me, per usual, every week, we're going to do softball. Uh, Assistant Sports Editor Christian Rodriguez, how you been? I've been good, man. I, uh, we just got done watching the Spurs game, and I always get in a good mood after, especially when they win. Uh, I tweeted the other day, I live vicariously through Kawhi Leonard. So, like, I watch him, and I feel like that's me. <laughs> it's like when you make a player in a, in a video He's game. He's living the dream. <laughs> yeah. Kawhi Leonard is living the dream, just being a boss basketball player. He's been mentioned in the top ten of, like, MVP conversations. Yeah. He's kind of vaulted the Spurs to what was at once kind of an uneasy kind of thing yeah, to where they're the legitimate nervous. championship contenders. It's nice to see. Yeah, it is. Yeah, man. And hopefully – Hopefully, uh, Texas State, they can become some contenders soon. I don't know. It's looking kind of scary right you now. You took the segue away from me. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I was, I was like, how am I going to segue to Texas State softball? Christian did it for me. He's ahead of the game. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about next. Uh, Texas State softball played Baylor Wednesday night at home. Um, they were defeated 6-1. to one. Baylor scored a run in the second inning, a run in the fourth inning, three runs in the sixth inning, a run in the seventh and Texas State's only run was scored in the third. Um, Kelly Baker's triple brought in uh, Kimberly Navarre. Um, and then the game, really, the 6-1 to one score is the score, but it was 2-1 to one go in the sixth inning until the things happened. Yeah. And it was a performance that I'm not sure how Woodard felt about it, but it's not completely terrible. I mean, Baylor's pretty yeah. good, so I wanted to know what kind of happened. It never felt game. like the game was quite out of reach for Texas State, but – Towards the end there, I mean, of course, you kind of got the feeling that – because the bats couldn't get going all night. And, I mean, Texas State's experienced a lot of that, I feel like, recently. I mean, they played some good teams. I mean, you play a number 15 and number 25-ranked team nationally back-to-back. I mean, they played Texas in a home-and-home, and then they played Baylor tonight. And, I mean, those that's some tough competition, but you hope to see more, I think. Uh, and that's what kind of Ricky was saying after the game. She, she, especially going down this last stretch, these last eleven games, I think is what they have left. She wants to see them, not. She wants to see them continuing to learn. She knows they have a lot of inexperienced players on the team. They got a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores, got a few seniors, a couple juniors, but they don't really have that experience. That that like solidified. Been there, done that. Yeah, been there. They because they yeah they never been there. They don't know what that's like, and uh, and. She, she, what she said after the game, she said, I want us to continue to learn. And that's, uh, and that's one of the things that I'm getting frustrated with is that we have to continue to learn the game, she said. She, she was frustrated after the game. I mean, she was, she was pretty ticked. She's pretty PO'd. Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of <laughs> expected from her. She Does the <laughs> fact that, like, they played Texas in a home-and-home home series, lost both games, lose to Baylor at home. I mean, these are great teams, like you said. Yeah. These are legitimate teams. Does the fact that they don't really have that signature win, like the baseball team, for instance, yeah. hurt them? Or is that something that really I'm making too much out of it? I was hoping – I mean, as a re- reporter and what we do, we try not to be, like – yeah, I don't we, try, we try not much. to be like fans and stuff like that, but you you want to see the team that, that you follow. Win. Do like, you like can look back and go, yeah, hey, we beat that, Texas. That's, that's the game. Oh, I guess Lafayette. Never mind. I just remember. I mean, they beat, they beat Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah, and that was kind of you thought that was going to be a turning point, but then it it, it was weird because it was it was kind of like it was it was bittersweet in a way because they, they yeah they won that first game and they lost. And they got killed in the second game. That I think it was that Saturday doubleheader, and then they played on Sunday and they got destroyed again. Or the, uh, it, it, it felt they, it I did. think they got shut yeah. out. So <laughs> I mean, they got beat pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, you were hoping that with hopefully they pull at least one out from these last three games uh, against these tough teams and against these high, uh, good caliber teams that they've been playing, but uh, they just couldn't do it and. 
And I think that's something that you wanted to see before you kind of got into this home stretch of the season and the, until kind of before the right before the conference turn. Yeah, the season's I mean, almost you don't over. have much time. Yeah, you think like, oh, we have time to pull it together and, and flip it around. But I mean, they're kind of playing with mediocrity right now. I think in the sixth inning, especially like that. Yeah, mediocre I mean, to a T. Uh, Baylor scored three runs in that inning. Three consecutive solo home runs back to yeah. back to back. Kaylee gave up a few. Shelly Friedenberg, who we're going to talk about later, hit a home yeah, run. Fruit, again. Fruitenberg, Fruitenberg. I think Fruitenberg, yeah. Uh, Lindsey Hayes followed with another home run. Jordan Strickland following yeah. a home run. You were watching the game. What what kind of happened in that inning? Because, like, it just was it terrible? Was it just like putting your hands up? I mean, I can't imagine <laughs> a line three straight in any kind of situation. Uh, it was, I feel like, the reason I feel like it wasn't out of reach. I, after even after those three home runs, it was it was five to one. I mean, in the last two or three innings, you can still. I mean, you could put together a few make a, a few game. runs. Yeah, yeah and make it. You can make it something at the end. But uh, but it was real deflating. Whenever I mean, it wasn't like I feel like it's more deflating when you, you hit a three run home run off of just one hit. I feel like that's kind of demoralizing, especially. But I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if it was how many outs they had already gotten in that inning, but I think it was like one or two. So, I mean, they were – they had gotten one early, and I think that's when Shelby came up in the lineup and she hit one, that first one. And that – I don't know what happened, man. I really don't. I mean <laughs> – What happened Kay- was that Kay- I, feel I mean, like Randy yeah, Rupp wasn't on the well, mound. What, I mean, I mean yeah, like Kaylee, the decision-making there, we're going to talk about that right now. Yeah, this is – Randy Rupp pitched four innings, uh, six hit. She got hit – she got hit pretty bit, but she only allowed two earned – Walked a batter, struck out two, pulled before the fifth inning, which is kind of a yeah. when you know this team, you follow this team. We talk about it every week. Randy Rupp does not have a quick hook. She no. does not leave games. She allowed 13 runs in a seven-inning yeah. game, and, and she wasn't pulled she, out. Yeah, exactly. And then now against Baylor, Coach Ricky Woodard changed her tune, and she put Kaylee Garner in. And the decision-making there, uh, Garner, three innings, uh, allowed five hits, four earned, two walks, no strikeouts. It was, is, there, is that questionable? Is that yeah, fair of me to say? Was, I don't know. I don't know if it was Woodard trying to allow Kaylee to maybe get some confidence back, because uh, after she gave up those uh, those three runs, I believe it, yeah, those three runs in the seventh inning on uh, Saturday against Texas to lose six to five, I think she was. I mean, she. I'm, I'm assuming she was probably pretty down after that. And I, I'm, I guess this is kind of Woodard's way of a little pick me up, yeah, a little little comeback, but uh, it kind of backfired, I think, because. Uh, uh, I think it was a few. It was that. It was that Lafayette game. I think when I asked after that, thir- it was the fourteen thirteen victory, and she didn't. Kaylee threw a complete. I mean, uh, Randy threw a complete game, and I asked her after the game. I was like, I mean, Lafayette uh, rotated about three pitchers, and you kept Randy in the whole uh, the whole game. Why did you do that? And she said that Randy's not one of those pitchers that you usually take out. Because she's one of those that gets better towards the end. Well, we talked about it in one of the podcasts. We said yep. she's one of those winning time players. She steps up when it matters. And it was weird to see when it happened. It was I a was, two-to-one game when they pulled her yeah, out, by two the way. Yeah, two-to-one going into the fifth. And it was just real, like, I, uncharacteristic. I, it, so unexpected and uncharacteristic. And I don't know. I mean, I would I call it a mistake. I think we all – anyone who's there would call it a mistake. Uh, I don't know if, if – uh, if Woodard thinks it's a mistake, but I mean, I would assume she wouldn't do that again. If it just I doesn't fall in line. Like, I mean, I think 
I, we've been talking about it. Maybe Randy Rupp shouldn't be pitching as much as she has. Like I, I'm on that note, but I certainly don't think this is season. a situation yeah. to like to change up everything that you've done. Yeah. Like you, you already have these players in a rhythm. You already have Randy, like Randy, yeah. under the assumption like, yes, I made a lot, a lot of runs, but my coach has my back. I can do it. Then you pull her two to one against Baylor. Kind of questionable, yeah. and I think for this game was weird, just not for that own reason alone. But Woodard did another uncharacteristic decision uh, in the batting order. Yeah. Um, she moved down Ariel Ortiz from the second spot to the sixth. down to the sixth spot. They, you mentioned yeah. that in your recap, Bregan uh, Bregan Hamilton moved up to the sixth yeah, they spot. Just flipped back. What they was flipped. the reasoning behind that? That's another interesting move to say the least. Yeah, Woodard said that because uh, that three four hole, that three four five hole has been uh, has been hitting pretty well for. Uh, for Texas State this year, that's the two Courtney's and then Kendall. Uh, the thing is that back end of the lineup hasn't been producing. I don't think the way she's wanted it to. And Ariel's been for especially for a freshman, she's been, I mean, producing pretty well this year. I don't, I don't know what exactly she's hitting, but I like somewhere around. Amount. Yeah, she's for Quite a freshman. Leonard it's would like, be jealous of that. Yeah, of those it's like three fifty uh, or something. maybe even higher. Honestly, I think, honestly. It, yeah, I think it's maybe three eighty. Three fifty plus. Last for time sure. I checked, it was three eighty three or three eighty seven. Yeah. But who knows how high? So it is. and I think let me see. I'm looking at this right now because I I quoted her on it or I think I paraphrased a little bit. Yeah, she said that the hope is that Kelly Baker uh, can get on base and Bragan can move her over. That this was the hope for this this little change up. Uh, was that Kelly Baker would get on and Bragan can move her move Kelly over with her short game and they and then they can be successful for the next four batters because with when you have court, the two Courtney's and then you have Kendall and then you have Ariel I mean that's pretty pretty formidable that's, I, yeah. I feel confident going with that and I mean you you said you didn't you didn't like the move the right? problem I have with this move is because you can't assume Kelly Baker gets on base. Let's say her on batting her on base percentage is let's say I don't know exactly maybe uh, but let's say it's 46%. Mm -hmm. That means 54% of the time she's not getting on the base. More than half of the time she's not. So when she's not on base you're having Bregan Hamilton who's not nearly as good a hitter as Air Ortiz coming to that spot, no base uh, bases cleared, one out, likely hitting into an out. That's two outs. Then you have your 3 4 5 hitters in a situation where there's no one on, two outs, you're just in a disadvantageous yeah. position. Whereas if Baker doesn't get on, you have Ariel Ortiz, which is a much safer bet to get on, and then you have your three, four, five hitters. I'm just, I guess, I'm more of the analytical type to where, like, just put your best hitters earlier in the lineup because they're going to come up more and they're going to have more chances to hit. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know I kind of get it, but personally, I'm not a fan of small ball. I don't know what you think. Uh, I think it's kind of risky, and I think it's kind of a, a thing. Yeah. It's kind of admitting that you don't have full confidence in the back end, and I know that's been a problem. I mean, I don't have full. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like you live with that. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just because that they've succeeded so much in that – Three, four, five spot that it's been real devastating. It's like I th and that's what kind of happened. It didn't happen in that exact way, but it, in that f uh, fourth inning, in the fourth inning, uh, I don't know if we talked about it already, but they. Uh, no, we're about to. That yeah. was uh, to say okay, the least well, a like, missed yeah, opportunity. So it was. I don't have the full stats with me right here. Let me pull. Them I'll, I'll I'll break down the fourth inning. Yeah, yeah. Break uh, down. Courtney Harris had a single. Courtney Coral responded with a single. Yeah, then uh, I know pinch, they, a pinch runner. Uh, Daniel Warren Daniel came Warren on came for. In. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Harris was caught stealing at third, but then you still have Kendall Wiley, the best hitter on the team, and then you still have Ariel Ortiz. So you're you're still okay. Yeah. I mean, th that caught stealing really, really, really sucks because that that's that's a position where I think, maybe you shouldn't be and, that. And aggressive. then Kendall, to, the way and then that Kendall, she struck, struck out, out to end that inning, and then Ariel Ortiz oh. fouled out to end the inning. Okay. So like there was one out with two runners on and. Actually, bases. No, no. Two runners on. 
Courtney Harris caught stealing. Kendall Wiley strikeout. Eric Ortiz foul. That's your best hitters I, failing in a situation. I think, it's one of the, I think it's one of those things we'll have to see as it go. If she does that again, we'll have to see if she. And granted, can you can't take that one instance yeah, as like, I mean, oh, it's a can't bad be, decision. I mean, yeah, you exactly. Be, if, 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 if it worked, we would we, we wouldn't be saying decision, yeah, coach. she's the smartest coach ever. Yeah, I mean, it's you kind of got to play it that way and and look at it that way. And I don't think because that kind of paints a picture of I think I think what it does, what that shows is it paints a picture of what it's been like in that back end. I mean, that's what's happened. Is that is that let's say let's say uh Courtney, I mean, let's say she, the Courtney Harris, let's say she strikes out, but Coral and Kendall get on. Well, I don't know who comes up. Well, Bregan would come up in that lineup. I mean, Bregan's Bregan's a good hitter, but she's not a I mean, she's not that. Yeah, she's not the she drive in the yeah, runner exactly. kind of thing. She's the move the runner over type. Exactly, person. and she'll she'll get a sack bunt and, and move someone a second. That's what that's kind of what I've seen from her. And uh, not, not to say that's a bad thing at all. I mean, that's it's just I mean, in it's the just, right context. Yeah, yeah. It's just, that's that's her role. And but in that back, I mean, you have Sarah Rub and Katie. They kind of switch off because they they play catcher. Sometimes I mean, when Randy's pitching, uh, Sarah will play catcher. And then when Kaylee's usually starts, that's that's when Katie will get uh, Katie will get that spot. And from what I've seen, Katie is a with, with the opportunities. She's gotten few opportunities, of course, because Brandy's pitched more, so Sarah's going to play more. But uh, with the few pinch hitting opportunities she's gotten, and, the, and some of the, I mean the playing time that she's got as well when she's been at that catcher position, is what I've seen is that she is a more consistent hitter and she's been pretty clutch, especially I remember Lafayette in that game that they won, she hit a grand slam. And I want to say the sixth, the sixth or seventh that, or no, this thing was the seventh inning actually. And I called it when she, when she came up actually, I was like, she, she always does something clutch. So I was like, I, I didn't know what she was going to do. get a base hit or something, but the, I remember that the Granger stutter. Yeah. Yeah. She had a little Granger stutter and a little stew, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think that's kind of what happened in that fourth inning. Kind of painted a picture of how the season's been all year. And I mean, I think if people who don't watch them look at it, they'll see what that's been like. And I think that was the main reason behind the move that Coach Woodard made. It's pretty telling that the that it's pretty telling that the coach would address that in that way. It shows that that's been really a, an issue because if yeah. it wasn't an issue, this decision would, would never have that. happened. Yeah. This, I mean, you would never move Ortiz, one of your best hitters, to sixth if she wasn't legitimately worried about the sixth spot. I think it's a mistake, but I don't think it's something that's just like head scratching. Like it makes sense. Like you put it in your recap, and it makes sense in theory. And it's not like oh, it's a bad decision. Personally, I wouldn't do it, but it's a decision that like I can see why. I think um, it's something that we'll just have to monitor. Yeah, I'm, I'm just as interested to see, see if she it, continues to do yeah, this. Exactly. Maybe it's a one-game thing. Maybe it's not. Who knows? I, I think I've seen her do it one other time this year. and I can't remember how it turned out. I mean, it's probably they probably won. Or and not. the thing about these kind of moves is they're like, you got to consider more than one game to like. Yeah, you, exactly. You can't, you can't be like, oh, he missed a shot in basketball. This player needs to come out. You can't think like that yeah. in sports. You got to trust in the process. kind of like the Spurs mentality, pounding the rock little by little. So I'm yeah. not going to like. Chipping away. Not yeah, going to say that too bad. But a player that kind of killed, well, not kind of, but did, no, did kill, kill <laughs> did the Texas kill. <laughs> State team. Shelby Friedenberg, uh, Baylor, she was three for three. She had two runs, three RBIs, a walk, two home runs. She never was, She never recorded an owl. Just talk about how dominating she was tonight. Wednesday Shelby, night. I think I talked about her in the, uh, the storyline before the game. I kind of mentioned her and Lindsay, Lindsay uh, Hayes, I think, or maybe it was Lindsay – 
uh, McGill. I can't, I can't remember. One of those Lindsays. I talked about, I definitely talked about Shelby though. Cause she had eight home runs in the year. I think she had about 26 RBIs and, I think after that game, she has now 10 home runs on the year and 29 RBIs. <laughs> so, yeah, she's uh, she's going in the right direction for sure. But, yeah, she killed killed the ball tonight, and uh, it really hurt because that was – I mean, obviously that was three of the six runs that they scored she accounted for. So she she made her mark on the game for sure. That's three straight losses for the Texas State uh, softball team. Now looking ahead, they have a road series against uh, Troy – who is a conference foe, 24-17 overall, 14-5 at home, 6-10 on the road, 7-5 in the conference. Um, it's, it's a little early to talk about them, but it is a weekend series. Yeah, I mean, what, do you, yeah. what do you see in them? What kind of test will conference, this be Conference for them? game. Uh, it's going to be important because they are one spot ahead of Texas State in the, in the standings for uh, the Sun Belt. And uh, it's going to be a, an important few games. Or uh, I think it's a uh, – I think it may be three. I think it is. I think they got two on Saturday and one on Sunday. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be big. And I think I think if you talk to Ricky, she's gonna say that I don't think she has supreme confidence going into these games, especially after how they've. I mean, it hasn't been really just been these past three games that they've lost. They've won game. They won against McNeese that last. Not was it last Wednesday that they won one zero, and it was like it, yeah, it's games. been real real shaky as of late. But uh, I think. I don't even know if they ha- – I, I, I wouldn't say they have com- complete confidence in themselves, but I think they're going to have to find it somehow when they play when they play. Because once you get the ball rolling and things happen. Um, Troy, 253 batting average, which is last in the conference. Their yeah. offense is not their strength. Um, 3.7 ERA, which is fourth in the conference. They don't have really flashy good. numbers. It's yeah, real. I looked at their numbers. There was nothing that really stood out. I didn't see an individual. They remind, I think they're a lot like – Texas State. It's just very bad. I think that they, ma- they match up real well. I, I think they're. I, there was not a player stat that I was like, damn, this is really good. Yeah. Um, but their high, their their best batting average is three twenty. I think. But it's gonna be gonna be interesting to see how the Bobcats can get out of this hole um, as we look forward. But Christian, yeah, I'm, do I'm, you have any final thoughts about anything? I think it's gonna be fun to see if she sticks with that lineup change that she that she made, and to see if she makes air quotes makes that mistake with a. Uh, with Randy and Kaylee again. I mean, she may not think. We think it's as fans. We as, fan, who, who as fans, as spectators, we think it's a mistake. I sit at but, a desk for six yeah. hours and I like watch. <laughs> I eat Taco Bell in my free time. I have no yeah. like. I have nothing to say. Like I am kind of. Coach Ricky should not care what I'm I have caveman. to say. If you're, if you're listening to this, I know nothing. I know <laughs> literally nothing. Don't listen. But to me. Uh, but yeah, I think that it'll be interesting to see if she sticks with that. And I think you may not think that she should. I think that. With that lineup change, I think I would like to see what it can do, given some more time. I want to see. I want to see what it has to offer. I don't want to keep on switching things up and going back and forth. I want to see what what them get on a little little rhythm here, a little little momentum. I want to see what that looks like. And I think the only way to do that is by staying the same throughout for a little while. And uh, yeah, man, that's my final thoughts on that. I don't know. Do we have any predictions? Is that we gonna make? Prediction, we make yeah. predictions. Just go quick. Let's go quick. Rapid fire. Man, I said they beat Texas. Both games. That was my bold prediction. I said they, they, if they were to win, they'd win the second one, and they barely lost that one. It made me real mad because I was going to gloat about that kind of. But, uh, but they played those games, so I was right. I think they'll. I wish. I think they do have three games. I think they'll get two, two of them. I go two. I think Texas State gets two of them. I my think final they, thought would be that okay, it's April. Woodard's still talking about learning the game. I think yeah, it's crunch time now. Let's we're you're playing softball now. It's time to get to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Learning the game is fine in February and March. 
April Sunbelt Conference tournament is next month. It's time to I think that's master the yeah. game, not just learn so, it. You so gotta, a couple of these you gotta seniors. step it up and like you have the talent there. I've seen it. I've seen the roster. I've yeah. seen the stats. It's not a team that's just like wow, this team is just really bad. No, no it's not like that. They're so right on the cusp. Them, they're, they're I need right to see there. them actually show what they're made of. I think that's where that senior leadership just has to step up and show them what it's what it's going to be like and. I think that's what it's going to take. Who knows what will happen, but yeah. that's our show we'll for today. Uh, for Christian Rodriguez, I'm Keith Ramirez. Uh, peace out. See you.